Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. This is Jen. I'm Tara. And this is episode number 42 of Podcast in Death. And in this episode, we're going to be discussing indulgence. No, we're not going to discuss indulgence. No, interlude. What a, why did, well, my notes, I put down indulgence. <laughs> indulgence is like a, at least a year from we're now. We're going to be discussing one of the books with an eye. This starts with an eye. <laughs> the books with an eye. <laughs> yeah, we've got a ways until So we're going to talk about interlude, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. What are those eye books? We've got so uh, many in the I, alphabet, we don't even know. I hope I read the right book. <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. We've discussed it. It's fine. Oh, boy. Yay. Yeah. Yay. So... And this is a you know what? It, this it's is shorter. this is a novella. Um, it was part of the what was it part of? Out of this world. Out, out of this world. world. Yeah. yeah. So the original book that it came in was Out of This World, and and uh, as with Midnight, you know, I mean, they had all, all different writers writing different you know mm-hmm. stories and put them all together in one book, and they called that Out of This World, and that's where we got. I'm going to keep looking up there and seeing indulgence and, and continue to say indulgence. And, and that's not what this is. Don't look up there. It's interlude. Don't interlude. look up there. I can't, I can't help it. It's just, I'm looking up there. It's just right in front of my face. Okay. You know what? I'm changing that. Yeah, stop looking. yourselves for a minute. I'm changing it. Oh, God. oh my goodness. God. Oh, oh, Funny. <laughs> Almost. Wait a minute. I'm 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 almost there. Hang on. So, AJ, are you wearing your headphones? I am. Okay, so she can still I hear us. Really... So we can't talk about her. Yeah. <laughs> we also edit this podcast, so she'd know what we said anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't try that. True. I've done that when Adam yeah. leaves the room. I'll say something, and then later on, he'll send me a text like a week later and be like. Um, that time when you said this <laughs> recording last week, and I'm like, oh yeah, you left the room. <laughs> like, Did you think I wouldn't notice? And I'm like, no, I knew you would. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> all right. I love it. Now it's his interlude. <laughs> I won't be all. Now it's his interlude. <laughs> all right. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, so yeah. So interlude. And uh, I was it, yeah, I was saying that I was actually surprised at how much I enjoyed it. You know, when I went on um, Goodreads, I think I gave it like a three. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know why I didn't like it the last time I read it. Oh, I don't know. I love it. It's one of my. It's probably my favorite of the novels. It's, it's definitely my, my favorite. It's it's my go to when I want to read a, one of the novellas. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. Pull this one out. I think it yeah. also does the best job at being a completely standalone book story. Yeah, that yeah puts yeah. you in such a good like it really fits the in death series. If someone were to be like, right. I want to read an in death book, but they're so long, I'd be like, read this. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. And I feel like you know, I know some people consider Remember When a novella. I 
really don't. I feel like that's more. I don't, yeah. know, I don't even know what to call it. It's, it's also definitely longer. So, it's, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. Well, even the the individual parts themselves are longer. Yeah. Because when you think about how, um, remember when is technically two stories. If you, if you know, they broken it up that way anyway, it's two stories, but the novellas were always four stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but, um, what I'm saying is as far as length, the novellas were always four stories. So, I mean, in terms of length, remember when yeah. the individual all of the novellas be- all of the novellas not remember when but all of the novellas are around 100 pages some are right. like yeah. 90 some are 110 but they're around 100 pages they're never longer than that right so and yeah and this one is the only time she did one with this group of authors i'm pretty sure oh yeah i don't know about that which group of, should we say which group it seems like for completeness yeah. you should laura say. k hamilton susan crenard and maggie shane okay so this is this is the only one of the novellas that i have ever physically owned that was in that format okay i have only ever listened to the novellas I've okay. never bought them except yeah. for that one. And then I bought a missing in death, whichever one that is part of. I do physically own that. Um, and I think I okay. read it once that way. Otherwise I've just yeah. listened to, um, because they're so short. They're, I mean, it's like three mm-hmm. hours. If you're just listening to Susan Erickson, but the novellas are the, I've only ever listened to them except for this okay. one and missing in death. Yeah. I own them all. I have well, every one. That was released that way. So, trying to remember who the I don't. <laughs> Most of the books I own, they... I purchased at like a, a at like a Goodwill or some sort of like oh sure music store. So if I'm not finding it, yeah, like it's that, not like when I'm I... just like eh, I have it on audio. <laughs> yeah, when I was, when I first got into the series, there were a couple of them out that I had missed and. I had to go on a hunt for them. This was one of them. Yeah. It took me forever to find it. I mean, since... So I started listening to the series right before Kindred was released. So I own Kindred on yeah. in hardback. Okay. Which is why I own Missing, because I think Missing was one of the last... Like, one of... You know, I think that was the novella around right. that. Yeah, yeah right. it was. I think so. And she's only done a few since then. Is that the one on the boat? Yeah. Is that the one on the boat? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I remember that one. Okay. So, there you go. Now you guys know when I started yeah. reading. <laughs> <laughs> we do that already. Anybody that, that should be the trivia question. What book did Tara first start reading? What was her first book though? What was her first book? That wasn't Kindred. My first book was not. Oh, that's right. See, that, that would actually be a good was. trivia question. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> that was huh. just when she came into the series was when Kendra was right. being released. That's, That's right. That was not her first mm-hmm. book. This is literally this is the shit that I think about. <laughs> I'm like, I remember I remember because I I found well, I found the forum right when it came out. Right. Oh yep. okay. And I was All right. like working my way through the series. Okay. There we go. So um I feel like it's pretty clear that the overarching theme of the, of this particular book is, um, you know, essentially sins of the father, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Or, or as Rourke said in, in the book, legacies, bloody legacies. Yeah. Uh, this book, first of all, it's, I think it's funny. How do we get Eve on Olympus? Like, (laughs) I mean, if, if, if Rourke keeps saying like, we have to go to Olympus, she's going to keep putting it off. Right. I mean, right. Putting it off and putting it, she doesn't want to do space travel. So how do we get her there? Well, uh, a uh, conference that she has to attend yeah, is a great way to get her to Olympus. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I so that's what happened. thought. Like why she's like, we yeah. can do this on planet. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you like, could have. Exactly. There's got to be a way that you, and maybe Rourke gave him some kind of a discount. Who knows? Right. It's probably but, <laughs> he's like he was like but you know yeah i'd like to do i'd like to go to olympus with eve how can i get her there <laughs> yeah that's exactly oh let's do a conference. A conference well he probably didn't set it up but he i bet you if it's now we're like he's an actual person no, he said he contracted he, for it yeah well so he yeah. they probably it's probably a, a yearly thing like most conferences are mm-hmm. and he got in touch with the person that that runs this conference yeah. and says hey have it on olympus i'll give you a discount just so that yeah. my i can get my wife up there i can get my wife up there i can check on but that's not actually true is it because they they went up there for their honeymoon yeah so yes. i took it all back but it wasn't already then. So he has like no. motive of being able to see how it's grown since he was there for their honeymoon. Right. Right. Very true. And he can yeah. see how it's, it has been almost a, it's been almost a year since then. So crazy. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We were, so. we're only two books away from the anniversary. We are the first anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Reunion. Is yeah. The first anniversary. So. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. So they're having this, uh, what do you call it? Uh, it's not a seminar. It's a, a convention, yeah. a conference yeah. on, uh, on Olympus. And Eve is supposed to be giving a, uh, a seminar. But does it say yeah. what she's supposed to be giving her seminar on? No, just that she's supposed to be giving a talk. Murder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. It doesn't say what. It just says a seminar. Right. So, and because of course, we all you know, know she does not want to give it, I no matter like, what I it is. I feel like your first time reading this book, you know, as soon as you find out she's given the seminar, that seminar is not happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She's going to find a way out of it. Yeah, exactly. I remember the yeah, first time reading yeah. it being like, this is not anything she would be. Bad. I'd like, no. Part of me yeah. is like, I want her to give this seminar and it's just to bomb because it's just not her. Her to be like, yeah. You said that to yourself unironically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It kind of did. <laughs> Not to give away the ending. But, you know. Yikes. So. Too soon. <laughs> it's already still too soon. But it's still too soon. But anyway, so they're on olympus at this thing and the first thing they do is they have to go to some kind of a reception yeah the first night reception yeah yeah. Yeah. the first night reception and and, yeah (laughs) and um while they're there eve is interrupted by this dude named bryson hayes who is 
the personal assistant to a commander. Uh, what is the guy's name? I just have Skinner on here. Skinner. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he has a name. I'm pretty sure of it. Oh, you mean a first name? Do we care? Yeah, like a first name. Douglas. Douglas. <laughs> Do we care? Douglas. Douglas. Is it Douglas? Is it really Douglas? Or are you just saying it's that? Douglas, right? yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I didn't write it down. <laughs> because you don't care. I mean. kind of a D-bag. True. Yeah. Yeah. So he sends his, his guy over there to tell Eve that uh, Commander Skinner wants uh, to have a word with her. And Eve is one of these people that she doesn't give a rat's ass what, you know, other people want, obviously. (laughs) This is why we love her. (laughs) Yeah. So um, Peabody had just been talking about this guy. Like he's, he's one of her heroes. He's one of the people that she studied and he's just got this exemplary record as a commander and, you know, Eve being Eve, you know, is like, who cares? But Peabody's telling her, you have to go and talk to him. And so is Rourke. Rourke's telling that, telling her that, you know, she has to go and talk to him also. She's, she's like, okay, I'll go and talk to the dude. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he's a huge dick. And he, I marked a couple of things that he said in this conversation. And one of them is, it's rare for me to judge a female officer worthy of command. Yeah, and fucking right off with that. Yeah, and my note for that is dick. (laughs) He said something to her about, I was full commander at the age of 44. Would you like to be able to say the same? And she tells him, I haven't thought about it. And he says, if that's true, you disappoint me. If that's true, start thinking. Do you know, Lieutenant, how much closer you would be right now to a captaincy if you hadn't made some ill-advised personal decisions? And again, my note on that is dick. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's giving Jess Barrow a run for his dick money, really. Yeah. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And... So she's kind of like, who the fuck is this dude? She says, right. how would you know the promotion potential of a homicide cop in New York? And he says, I've made it my business to know, you know, but he says, I have one regret, one piece of unfinished business from my active duty. One target I could never keep in my sights long enough to bring down. Between us, we could. I'll get you those captain's bars, Lieutenant. You get me Rourke. And again, I put in my notes, dick. Dick. Because how would, why would you even think that that would be something that she was interested in or any, like, oh yeah, if you get me a captaincy, I'll just roll over on my husband. I mean, who, like, yeah. what? And I feel like she she mentions later on that she knew, she thinks he knew he that she wouldn't go for it. And it's that way, yeah. It's fascinating. It's fascinating how entitled he feels about everything here like yeah like that is you know we definitely all deal with entitlement from white men straight white men. yes however like i think that's a step further than what i would expect from a lot of them to be like yeah literally at like thinking a woman would just roll over on her husband and be like yeah no yeah we'll do this like that's yeah, that's really bold. Right. 
Well, you could tell yeah. that he doesn't really think much of women as far as the well, job. Well, that's the thing is, is I, what I want to say about that is when I was reading it this time, I was like, wow, Nora, I know that you wrote this book. At, like it was like the end of the nineties. It's scary yeah. how relevant it still is because yeah. it's, you know, it's 2021. Now yeah. this book is set you know 40 ish years from now not quite and it probably yeah. will still be like that because men are dicks and women yeah do not get the respect they deserve and we're gonna have to keep working our asses off to be respected and i was like oof, i'm so uncomfortable but also this is brilliant but also uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah i and i didn't think about it before like i didn't think about how when she wrote that book where we were then versus where we are now and versus where we will be then because i i think that she's right on the money i don't think it's yeah yeah. because it's no better now than it was in the late 90s right yeah if not worse i mean we the president's wife has a freaking phd and no one is pleased (laughs) by that who was a straight white man because how dare she yeah. call her Dr. Biden? She's a well, woman. Like, gross to be like fair, that. there are straight white men out there who are pleased by that. I want I, I want to put that oh, out there. 100%. Yes, 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 yes. Those are also the same but, people who would listen to this and go, well, I know that's not me. And I don't have an ego <laughs> that is built right, up by listening exactly. to a podcast about Nora Roberts right. novels. So... <laughs> uh, yeah we that love romance things. author oh. yeah <laughs> but um yeah I, I, but there is there you're right there is a certain subset of straight white males who do think that way who mm-hmm. were like you know uh she's not a real doctor she's not a medical yeah. doctor so therefore you can't call her doctor like Shut the fuck up. I saw dude. that comment somewhere. Right. Oh, like, yeah. You don't have there an MD, several you people be saying it. doctor. Right. Yeah. And there were several like, people saying it. Like, that's you, nonsense. No, Meanwhile, dumb. people in Europe, doctors in Europe, were like, yeah, um, uh, we don't. Yeah, we, we don't have MD. We don't call each other that. We're, and yeah. we have the MD. What? what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A yeah. doctorate means a doctorate in whatever you've got a yeah. doctorate in. It doesn't mean a doctor of medicine necessarily right Right. so anyway i don't know we're off topic are we because i think we're right (laughs) well yes it is still on topic because yeah i mean there are like i said a certain subset of men who are like this still and yeah yeah, i agree with you it's it's a little bit disheartening well and she doesn't really like Nora does a really good job of not overplaying the men don't like women who are like female cops thing. Like she uses it in really, really useful places to help with the storyline and to help us be where we need to be as far as how things are going. And again, like what I said before is that this story does a really great job of putting us so far into the in-depth series in just a hundred pages or just mm-hmm. three hours if you're listening to Susan Erickson. <laughs> like, right. it's, it's really, really well done. And I think that it is important to have that. Like, I think she chose the correct storyline to go with. 
we get a lot and then we get a lot of the we get the backstory on Eve and Rourke but we don't we get enough that it really really represents the series well one thing that he does say during their conversation you know along these same lines is to tell her that he feels that man is the warrior the provider the defender woman is the procreator the nurturer that's how he thinks of men and women <laughs> right you and know he's like, and <laughs> right yeah. and so yeah. the, the reason i bring that up is because after he says this about you know rourke he wants her to roll over on rourke for him she says to him commander you gave half a century of your life to the job you shed blood for it that's the single reason i'm not going to punch you in the face for that insult and he says to her sentiment over duty is never a smart choice i intend to bring him down i won't hesitate to break you to do it and then she t says to him try it you'll find out i'm no fucking nurturer <laughs> and so then she gets up to walk away and uh this other dude his bodyguard reginald weeks stands in front of her and says the commander's not finished with you yet and so you know she you know essentially punches that dude i mean it was bound to happen you know yeah she literally you just threatened the commander <laughs> like right you think i'm not gonna punch your your little slime ball minion you know like <laughs> <laughs> well you know and the thing is i mean you're like he's not finished you have to sit down until you're dismissed like no fuck you dude <laughs> right. that's he's not her commander you know right yeah so all of these guys have this you know, issue with their toxic masculinity so gross or they all have an issue with you know the commander's toxic masculinity and they're all feeding into it. Yeah. Also see? That. Yeah, exactly. See, Ruby gets it. <laughs> so yeah, she, she, uh, gets into a scuffle with this Reginald weeks. Um, then later that evening, he is found dead, murdered. Yes. Murdered. murdered. Tough look. In a, yeah. Um, so he's murdered in a stairwell or whatever. He was, what was he? Was he <laughs> in a stairwell or whatever? Yeah. Or whatever. Well, so yeah, he was murdered in a stairwell. <laughs> okay, thank you. Indeed. Um, and they find um, uh, like an epaulet. Is that what that's called? Star? From that looked like a from a uniform of one of the uh, Olympus police officers. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Underneath him, um, but Eve can't. She wants to uh, process the scene like she normally does and, and start investigating, but she knows she can't because it's not her jurisdiction. She has to literally wait not for even the her Olympus. planet. <laughs> right, right. Not even right. on her home planet. So. <laughs> She has to wait for the Olympus police to come and they do come in the form of Darcia Angelo. Yes. Chief of police on Olympus. Yes. <laughs> Who Hello, we all Darcia. Love. Yeah. Okay, now how do you how do you you say Darcia? I say Darcia. I was 
I was saying Darcia. So how does so the first time I I've I've listened to this and read it. So Susan Erickson says Darcia. Um, oh, okay. I actually worked with a girl named Darcia, spelled it the exact same way. So okay. I was like, okay, oh. validated. I so <laughs> yeah, so she well, she says something about having been raised in Colombia. Sure, yeah. So I guess so, that would make sense. I just right. I was really, I was pronouncing it like you would in in yeah. Spanish. I would. I was you know thinking like Marcia, Darcia. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Or is it Marcia or is it Marcia? <laughs> that's a good that's an excellent point but, hmm. but yeah. yeah you're probably you guys are probably right but i'm not going to change it after all these years i'm going to still say darcy so i like go. it but i'm gonna say darcy you forgot to mention that she's fucking sexy she is hot well, yes <laughs> you know um she is hot she is so hot i'm really <laughs> She really is. And one of the reason, one of the ways you know that is because when she, um, when she enters the stairwell or whatever, um, cause Morris is there and Morris kind of makes a hubba hubba <laughs> sound or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. He says, I'm trying to find pretty sure it's hubba hubba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find it here, but yes, it is in fact hubba hubba. <laughs> Morris. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, of course, Eve is like, geez, try for dignity. <laughs> Morris has no shame. Well, he's, like, he's like, I fucking no. work on dead people. What do you want from me? What do you want from me? Yeah, you know. So He works um, on dead player people and he plays the saxophone. I mean, that's that's fucking hot too. So, um, yeah, uh, Darcia has uh, a voice that evoked images of hot desert nights. That's what it says here. Anyway, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd love it. throw that in. <laughs> so, and so, she, you know, she talks I, about I, how she's got know, all this hair, this cloud of hair, and I would yeah. bang her, right? I mean. I okay. love I love the even AJ. Oh okay. Maybe why not? Go for it. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> it's not what I thought when I read it, but I, mean, I you know, I mean you more know, power to you. Absolutely. Everybody's a little by AJ. Everybody <laughs> is. A little bit. Yeah, you know a little bit. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sliding scale. Caitlin and I had this discussion already. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. What I love so. is how how it's written in this way, because the series in general is written in this way, where Eve is not necessarily your narrator, but she's the eyes you're seeing everything through. And every time there is an encounter with a person that is definitely exceptionally attractive, Nora manages to make them sound exceptionally attractive to us and Eve be able to completely, without any sort of like, it's it's just completely um, objective. She's like, this is what right, I'm seeing. Right. And it's fascinating yeah. because we see these characters who are sexy as heck through Eve's yeah. eyes. And Eve doesn't see it. That's not how she thinks. She can just objectively right. analyze in that way. And I think it's a fascinating way of writing. 
But Angelo, yeah, yeah, there's the well, Angelo. I mean, yes, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I don't want to discount what you just now said, but you also have to keep in mind that Nora's a, a romance writer, and that's that's how you describe people in romance, really. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah. but you know me, like I don't, like I don't read romance novels very often. Yeah, I know, I know, but I, yeah. I like that kind of, I like reading it that way because it's just, I don't know. I mean, if that's how she does yeah. romance novels, great. I'm not reading all of those, but like, no, I can appreciate it in this regard. <laughs> like, judgy much? I, yeah. I, I believe. Don't that be, pre- don't be pretentious dick, Tara. <laughs> yeah. I believe I said that I am not reading them, not that I didn't want to read them. That is what I said. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I'm not reading them because I have to read a lot of things. You have to read yeah, a lot of no, things. No, we, we've indeed. talked about that indeed. before. I I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> one day, yeah. one day I, I will hopefully one get day. my life together that I can like appreciate. Not well, if you stop, yeah. you'd stop knocking back but, the sangria, maybe you can have more time. You know, so long, Ken. You would think knocking back the sangria would be would would make you more disposed to reading romance novels but that's i don't true. know maybe it's just that's me. true yeah anyway Ooh, but, sangria. Um, i'm going yeah. to read about darcia <laughs> <laughs> i would date her see so it is darcia because it rhymes with sangria it rhymes with sangria <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Um, that's a very romantic thing to do not not you know your regular fiction books don't necessarily ever talk about somebody's eye color that's the one thing that like uh and i i always mention fate of mates but i'll mention it again fate of mates uh they they had a an episode just recently about romance novels like uh talking about you know what makes a romance novel and um they had a they had a really they they <laughs> they did a poll they did a bunch of poll um questions to the people that follow them on twitter okay. um, asking questions about um what what makes a romance novel if if a book has x is okay. a romance yeah, novel yeah. right yeah. um and one i think one of the things was if the book talks about somebody's eye color and you know okay. everybody's yeah. like definitely a romance novel <laughs> yeah yeah. And that's something I would never think of because I'm not a, like, because I don't, because I also right. am a person though that would just want that anyway. Yeah. So I guess a sign yeah. I should read more romance novels. You should. You we've should, given but, you, we've given you about a zillion recommendations. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How do I sort back through them? But I feel like it's in that true though. And in regular books they don't yeah, they're not no, they don't not necessarily like eye it does, color. i mean it does kind of depend on the genre i think but you know fantasy I don't, I don't has a little so. bit more of that no well all, all romance well oh you mean just regular fiction yeah yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. i think it depends on the genre but okay. um but romance is definitely top tier like as far yeah. as descriptions go yeah absolutely I mean, because everybody gets an eye color in a romance. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. That's Definitely. one of the things that the hero notices of yep. the heroine. The yeah. heroine notices of the hero right yep. away. Like, right away. As soon as yeah. they meet. Huh. And and it's mentioned. I mean, how many mentions of Rourke's blue eyes and Eve's brown eyes are there in these books? Right. I mean, Whiskey colored. Whiskey colored, my bad. Exactly. <laughs> 
And she makes the point to say whiskey colored, right? Exactly. And which his... is which is brown. <laughs> yeah. And in his um, whiskey is brown, guys. Right. And his wildly blue or Celtic yes. blue. Yes. Or it's always it's not just blue it's or brown. Just, it's a description. Well, I think right. that's what it is. It's the description of the color. It's not just the color. Yeah. True. That's and, a good point. That's and, a good point, Terry. Right. And so much so that you know, we've got people that are like, you know, well, X person can't be Rourke in a movie because their eyes aren't blue and they'll have to wear blue contacts because it's that important. It was, it has been made that important in this series. Right. But interesting. Now that they say that, when's the last time you heard something? Well, she can't be Eve because her, her eyes aren't whiskey. That's true. That's a good point. Never. I've never Never. heard anybody say that. No, no. But with Rourke, um, it's always like, no, yeah. his eyes have to be blue. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. If they're not blue, he has easier, to wear contacts. Probably going to be easier to find contacts to match whatever blue we're thinking of than to like yeah. make an intriguing whiskey brown color contact. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah. Sure. Good point. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, this book. So. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, this book. <laughs> We got we got all sidetracked, uh, you know, Darcy. So whether I or not she's yeah. excited about those kind of things, though, because it's just not a thing that I yeah. usually think about. But right. obviously, we like we like Darcia, even yes. though she's well, yeah, she's kind she of she rhymes that, with sangria. She's trying real hard, <laughs> trying real hard to be a it hard does. ass to Eve, and Eve's just like, <laughs> yeah, you can have it. This is this yeah, is like, your whatever yeah. job. <laughs> Like I love. He's like you. He's like you're cute. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Feeny comes and he's like, "So I'll do this and this and this and this." Yeah, yeah, and she's got it like he's 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 in not our jurisdiction, dude. Good old Feeny. He's he's not. Yeah, gotta love him. I also I think that's God bless him. That's why I love this one. It's we get to spend some time with (sighs) Feeny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love our Feeny. Oh we do. Love him so much. But I do like that exchange between Eve and Darcia where Eve's like, so yeah. why did why did why? And Darcy's like, I just I just want to make sure you remember that I'm the chief of police. We good now? Like I I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's That's great. exactly how it it's goes, great. right? Obviously. And mm-hmm. yeah, and they and they pretty much do that through the entire book. Yeah. I yeah. Think, you know. Which, I think it's cool to see Eve work with her that way because mm-hmm. Yeah. Anytime you see Eve yeah. work with other cops outside of, it's only really been recently. There's only been a few cops outside of New York City that her cops, with. yeah, yeah, that yeah. didn't suck, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So you mentioned Feeney. He comes in. He says there's a snag with the security desks. You know, it's, the stairway cams were overridden. And again, you know, that could only be done by somebody who has some kind of security clearance right. uh, on Olympus. So um, Eve and Angelo do go to Skinner mm-hmm. to notify him about the murder. And he seems visibly shaken. But yeah. He also kind of points the finger at Rourke. Yeah. So, um, which again, then like, Eve, why would you, why would you, mm. why would you think that Rourke did it when Eve comes to your door? Right. Well, obviously right. she's gaslighting him. Yeah. Obviously. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
then even work back to their own i keep wanting to call it an apartment but that's not it's not isn't it would you call it an apartment i call Does it he a have suite. an apartment it's a suite yeah, but but the thing so is that his so he has a suite at the hotel that's like his suite yeah the owners yeah yeah like the owners well suite. she yeah. does say when she's talking through it with angelo like that the layout is is like the opposite or a mirror image of her and rourke's so clearly this exec suite fancy bullshit is offered in lots of places in this hotel. Lazy <laughs> <Lazy> bullshit. <laughs> Guys, I stay you in hotels that are one room and a bathroom. Where do you stay? I know, yeah, yeah. I'm there with you, man. For four years, and okay. I still stay in the same well, type of hotel room. I, yes, you're right. Most hotel rooms are like that. If I'm just me and Caitlin, that yeah, that's where we stay. If yeah. if I'm with my sisters, we're getting the the suite, getting the with suite, the two yeah. rooms and the two bathrooms and the yeah. little kitchenette. Yeah. Oh yeah, those are those nice. are awesome. Yeah. Love those. I worked. I yeah. Worked, yeah. It's a homeless suite has one of those. I worked there for yeah. three years. But yeah, and they have the the breakfast. Yeah, my sisters yeah. are like all all about that. Like, it, if this hotel doesn't have free breakfast, then forget it. Whenever I mean, I get travel. it, I, but yeah. I, I think I get what you're saying though, because I'm pretty sure that whatever Rourke and Eve and apparently the Skinners have is like having like staying in an apartment, and it's got this like fancy yeah. like right. room. It's like staying yeah. in a yeah. But also, really you would think that even Rourke's would be like fancier than anybody else's Wouldn't in the you? entire. Yeah. Well, that's what I yeah. thought, but then I remember she had that conversation with Angelo, and she says that. That yeah, it's the same yeah, it's that it's the opposite. Yeah, you're right. Maybe they have so. one, but because Eve's there on work, like for business, she's like, "Work, we can't stay in the fanciest place here. I'm gonna get so much what? shit." Right? No, Rourke would say like, um, "No, we're staying in." Rourke would be like, "This is whatever. my hotel, so no, this we're is, doing yeah. what I say." Dog. No, we're staying. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, because he would do that. He would, he would like they would walk in, and she'd be like the fuck i said i didn't want and he'd go like oh yeah you did say that didn't you anyway so moving on because that's how he is <laughs> that's how he is that's right and oh my yeah. god how yeah. terrible of him to be like we're staying in the nicest suite in this hotel how dare you fluster <laughs> into that how dare you how manipulative you? and controlling husband for yeah, anyone i'm sure we'll have reviews that say that Rourke. what a dick yeah. <laughs> i'm sure there'll be reviews that say that kind of thing um <laughs> so yeah so then even rourke go back to their um room and rourke is going to look at skinner's financials and eve is going to go through some of skinner's cases to see if there's any case that she can find that involved rourke because obviously this guy's got a hard-on for rourke so she wants to know why you know so they're looking at skinner's all of skinner's um uh records to find where Rourke, you know, might fit in. Right. And um Eve said to herself that that Skinner was a damn good cop. Looking through all of his reports, she could tell that. Right. So um then she thinks to herself, how had it felt to step away from all that? It had been a choice after all. At 64, retirement was an option, not a requirement. Mm. He could have easily put in another 10 years on active and he might've risen to commissioner. Instead, he put in his 50, then used it as a springboard to run for Congress. Oh, huh. 
The math doesn't quite add up there, does it? No. No. Unless Not he unless was he... a teenager when he became a cop. Yeah. 14, though? That's... That's pretty... That's pushing it. Yeah. I mean, I would think 18, maybe. Yeah. 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 14 is in... pushing it. Yeah. 14 is pushing it a little bit, I think. Yeah. Nora can't math. I mean, <laughs> honestly. I mean, seriously. Yeah. How many times has there been mistakes like that in the books? Remember, yeah. we talked about it in Judgment. They, yeah, with the the number of security cameras and right, yeah, yeah. She can't math. That's that's and what I chalk it up ag- to. Again, <laughs> you know, you can't really these things happen, and you can't right. really expect Nora to go back and and like if if she's made that a wrong calculation, she's she just makes it moves on, right? Unless her editor says to her like, oh. Uh, you might want to change this here. She's <laughs> yeah. not going to know. Yeah. And it's just going to go. Right. So again, but as I as never said, even, I never even caught it. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the first time I caught it. So Nora cannot math. She can't math. She it's can't. Okay, math. Nora, neither no. can I. No, me either. It's yeah, fine. I can't either. And my father was a math teacher. So yeah, you know, no, it's, um, it's fine. So That's probably why um, none of us caught it before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, she finds that there is a case that involves a Rourke. Yes. That there was some kind of a bust, uh, some kind of a, uh, what would you call it? A um, operation yeah. that Skinner was going to bring down this cartel or something. And um, a bunch of his men were involved in this. And uh, Patrick Rourke was one of the, Rourke's father was going to be, was one of the men that was involved in this. For whatever reason, he was in Georgia or so. Right. So anyway, she comes to Rourke with this knowledge. And um, he he's thinking to himself, to his knowledge, this was the first time the old man had sucker punched him from the grave. And, you know, um, so... Uh, yeah, he said a couple couple months later is when his father died. So somebody else, because I think they talked about Skinner never never got to Ireland, right? So it wasn't Skinner who who um, who killed his father, who killed Rourke's father, right? Well, we know who it was. So. We we do now, but at the time, yeah. I don't. At think the time, we, did. we didn't. No, we, no, and we didn't. I think a lot of people suspected it was Rourke, and I think this is the first yeah. time people thought like, oh, wait a minute, it wasn't Rourke because he right. doesn't know either. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's obvious here he doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. I, so I'm pretty sure by vengeance we knew he didn't do it cuz wasn't that part of the whole thing when he went back to Dublin? Maybe. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But either way, yeah, nobody we didn't know who did it at all. No. I mean, it wasn't even no. like that was a huge topic of discussion on the board. Right. For a long, long time, and on Adler, right. mm-hmm. on both. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So here's what I love. So you know, I mean, after all this, like going back and forth with Darcia about, yeah, I know it's not my case. It's your case yeah. totally. She's already. She's still, you know, she's investigating. still being Eve. Yeah, she's still being Eve, and she's still yeah. investigating it. And the next morning, she calls everybody to their to their suite to have a a briefing. <laughs> like, it's not your case. So why are you briefing? Like, okay, everybody what has a briefing, you? you know. So because um, what she does, yeah. So 
and where she tells everybody what they found as far as you know patrick rourke and and their thoughts that you know skinner's going after rourke because of his father right yeah so um and then after this meeting you know rourke kind of like you know takes his leave and then goes and sees skinner which was a stupid thing to do yeah bless him not the brightest thing bless him Like to tell him to back off his wife. And you're like, this is a dumb thing to do, dude. I mean, you know what, though? You know what kind of struck me in that scene was him calling was him saying his family, which I don't think he'd ever like addressed Eve as his family before. And I I don't know why it struck right. me this time. Oh, I but it did. That. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I love that. But yeah, uh, she is his family. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think so, that's the first time he's come out. He had come out and said, you know, she's my family and, you know, you better back right. the fuck off. Yeah. Hmm. yeah um, I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it struck me this time, but it did for some reason. Right. Well, and, you know, they uh, they also had this little nice little moment after he uh, or or uh, right before he left. Because um, they talked about, you know, this whole thing with Patrick Rourke. He, she asked him to, to go if, if he would talk to Mira and then he says something dickish, which is, I don't need a therapist, Eve. I'm not the one with nightmares. Yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. But come he on, realizes man. his mistake right away. He does. Um, still a dick move, man. It's still a dick move. And then he tells her, you know, um, you saved me. What you are, what I feel for you, what we are together, save me. And she's, she told him that he saved her too. So Aww. we saved each other. So that was a sweet little moment after that he was. was a dick. He didn't deserve it. But, <laughs> still a dick. But, um, still yeah. a dick. But well, yeah. and then, you know, after that is when she calls everybody to the, and then she, she wakes Peabody up and Peabody's like, what, what? Yeah. <laughs> Poor Peabody. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we've discussed you know, this so many times. Well, like, you know, Eve has no regard for anyone no, but herself. <laughs> you're, yeah, you feel sorry for because you know, yes, there, there was a murder, but technically they're and they're at a conference. They're so on vacation. It is, they're technically yeah. on vacation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, it's a working vacation, but still, you're on vacation. Still, like, yeah, but you're a police officer outside of your jurisdiction. You're not planning to do police officer work on this. No, working. right. You're no. You're planning right. to learn things at a conference, like. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, but then you're waking your aide up and going, "Okay, up, let's go. Wake up. There's going to be a briefing. Like, how dare you yeah. even get any rest? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh boy. Yeah. So, um, poor people. <laughs> yeah, you feel. You know, you really do feel sorry for Peabody through this because it's not just that. It's the fact that no. she's ha- she has Skinner as her you know, one of her idols and it's clear that he's a, kind of a dick. She's finding yeah. out that he's kind of a dick. Yeah. And he's and kind of on the, you know, that's hard. Kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. That's to hard. That's one of those. Yeah. Definitely. So you don't always want to meet your idols, you know? Yes. Well, yep, and, and we're still on the se- part of the series where Peabody is kind of preciously innocent uh, about certain things. Mm-hmm. Like still, you're just like, Oh, you're, yeah. you're like, yeah. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. So, and then after the briefing, Eve orders her to go and watch Skinner's, uh, you know, his talk that he's giving. And she's not happy because she's like, you can't possibly be looking at him for this. And he's like, uh, yeah, I am because he's yeah, a dick yeah. and he's threatened me. And, right. you know, so yeah, it's just, you. yeah, you just feel sorry for Peabody through this whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so then Rourke walks into the room and I'm not sure why Eve knows, like, as soon as he walks in that he's gone to see Skinner. But she knows. And she's yeah. like, oh, well, oh, oh, you went to see him. Like yeah. a dick. Like, <laughs> what is the matter with you? He's like a dick. <laughs> yeah. You know what's the matter with him, Eve? He's a dick. He's a yeah. dick. He's a, He's a dick. man. Fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, and she says to him, so I meant this whole part, I was like, ah, oh, gosh, there's he's such a dick in there. Like, I don't anyway. Um <laughs> She says, like, if you told me it was important for you to have a face-to-face with Skinner, I'd have gone with you. And he said, I'm aware of that. And then I just, I marked this, I think, because I thought it was so funny. Because she's like, oh, Christ, men. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to hide behind me or anybody. You're a tough, badass son of a bitch with a really big penis and balls of titanium steel, okay? It's one of the best lines ever. (laughs) Oh, uh, totally. 100%. Oh, my God. 100%. Right. You know. But then he says, one minute, I'm imagining throwing you off the balcony. <laughs> you know, which I'm sure he's not, actually. He's not. No. Yeah. Let's not get into the abuse of nonsense yeah, here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, because so. he's not. <laughs> he's not actually mentioning yeah. it. He's just joking. So, but Rourke tells her that a couple of times during their meeting, he kind of accused Rourke of killing Weeks. So Rourke's like, he, he couldn't have done it or he wouldn't have accused me of doing it, you know. Anyway, uh, it was right around that same time that um, Eve gets contacted by Feeney because they, they figured out that Weeks was the child of one of the men that was killed during the raid that Rourke's father was involved in. Yes. Yeah. So their thought is, well, there might be more uh, children of these men that were killed involved in this. Right. So she put Feeney on trying to figure out if there are any other children of those men out there. Yep. And Feeney comes back to her and says, hey, there's another child of one of the men, Zeta Venter, and she is, in fact, working as security here on Olympus. So, dun, dun, dun. Right. Dun, dun, dun. So even Rourke decided to go over to her apartment and talk to her about it. Have a chat. Have a little chat. That's right. You know. Um, and, you know, this is, again, another one of the fun parts of this book because – He's like, okay, I've got transportation for us and everything. And, and yeah. it, ends up, <laughs> it ends up being this really fancy, like, jet bike. Yeah. It's saying, you know, <laughs> you know, he's, yeah, he's all really psyched about taking this motorcycle. And um, Eve says, you know, get a grip on yourself with all your toys. I know damn well you've got something around here with four wheels and doors. And, you know. He put a helmet on Eve and he said, this way you can be my biker bitch. 
<laughs> She's really out to ruin all his fun. Come on. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and he is really there. We've said before to get Eve to loosen up. Right. To get Eve to have some fun really is what, you know. Okay. Um, so then she says something to him like, why don't I pilot? And then you can be my biker bitch. And he said, maybe later. Maybe later. <laughs> so maybe later. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he, I mean, he, and he goes like, he opens it all the way up and he's, you know, of course he does because he's right. <laughs> and she's and that's like, how he rolls. I'm a lunatic. There's, you know, cause this book is so short. I mean, they yeah. put, but she's put all these fun little moments in there, mm-hmm. even though the book is so short that yep. make this book, you know, yeah. so fun to read. Yeah. It is a good yeah. read. Um, it's fun. Yep. Yep. There's a lot of just, yeah. Like you said, just little moments in there that yeah make it fun to read. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, they go to her apartment and they try to, you know, knock on the door and everything. And it, in the little computers telling them that she's not, that she's not available or whatever. And so they are going to break in and, um, as soon as they they start to open the door, Rourke notices something is off, and he grabs Eve and pulls her away from the door, and that's when the door explodes. And that's Boom. another thing with this book, you know. I mean, you it, even though it's really short, you know, she's also putting in a lot of these like you know explosion moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 door explodes on them. Rourke's jacket's on fire. You know the. Uh, <laughs> this fire sprinklers go off and now they're all wet. They go that's into the sexy. apartment. That's sexy. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Explosions okay. are sexy. What? <laughs> no, like, you know, they're all wet and dirty and, and dirty. Know, yeah. And that's hot. That's <laughs> sexy. Wet, dirty men. Are- yeah. That's, that's my jam too. <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently. Just saying. Yeah. So um, they go into the apartment and, of course, they find that Zeta Venter is dead of an apparent suicide. So they call Darcia, who comes and is totally pissed off that they're there in the first place without contacting her. Fair. But um, <laughs> but so um, Darcia is all ready to say, like, well, this is a suicide and, you know, that's it, you know. And, and Eve's all, oh, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> like, and, you know, the most insulting part of it is like, even my aide knows that it's not. <laughs> and I'll show you that right now. I'll demonstrate she to you. like right away. It's like, Peabody, come in here. Yeah. Come in here and explain to her why this explain is not a suicide. Explain to this non-homicide cop <laughs> why this is a homicide and not a self-termination. Right. Which Peabody does. Exactly. Because she's a homicide cop. Exactly. <laughs> like, for Angelo. Can you ma- I know she had to have been just steaming, like oh, steam yeah. coming out. Hundred percent. Yeah, I can just imagine. So in in Angelo at this point is also kind of like looking at Rourke, going like, Well, why shouldn't I suspect Rourke? You know, and right. you know what? Peabody's telling her this is not something that Rourke would do, you know. Right. So anyway, uh, Eve and Rourke go back to their room so they can shower and change, but Rourke decides they need to have some we-almost-died sex. 
mean, they gotta do the thing. There's gotta they be gotta do the thing. In this book. <laughs> and we almost died. Sex is as good as any. <laughs> Better than some. Better, better than, than some. I would imagine. <laughs> Not only is they gotta do, but better than some. <laughs> they gotta do the thing because they almost died. <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. It's the I mean, we gotta do the thing because we almost died. Sex. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so then Eve has to get after the you know sex and. I'm assuming shower and change. Uh, now Eve's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope. Now Eve has to get, she, well, she, yeah, because she has to get all dressed up to go to this lady's tea. Oh yes. Very pleased And she's not it. happy about it. <laughs> yeah. And she is not happy about it. You know, and I, you know, to be honest with you, I can't blame her because. I don't no. think it sounds very fun. I've always wanted to like do like a, like go to a tea house and do like a high tea or something. But yeah, I don't want to, that does not sound like the same thing. And I don't no. want to do that. No. Yeah. I have actually been to a high tea. So, um, yeah, me too. Yeah. So the, the, our big, you know, the one big attraction that we have here in my, in my city is a hotel <laughs> and it does high tea. I think every Sunday, I can't remember. Not yeah. well, not now during the pandemic, but it does most yeah, yeah. most of the time. Sure. And it's it's we've been there before, and and it's it is actually really nice. I mean, they mm -hmm. they do the whole spread and little little sandwiches and cakes and stuff, and yeah. and you get your little champagne. You can get tea or champagne or both, you know. And so it was it was actually really fun. But tea I'm, and champagne I'm, does not sound like a good combination. <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I, you know, whatever. I, I, we don't really drink it together, but oh, I see. I think I had a little bit of both. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I don't like to get dressed up and do that kind of stuff. I mean, it yeah. is fun when I'm there. I'll be like, oh, okay, well, this was fun, I guess. But um, <laughs> you know, I want to do like, like I, like, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, I just yeah. want to stay home. It's so true. <laughs> It's it's really sad. Yeah, I saw I saw. Hold on, I gotta find it. I saw a meme. I I saw a meme today that made me laugh. I took a screenshot because it just cracked me up. That's what it was. I hate to cancel. I know we made plans to get together tonight, but that was two hours ago. I was younger then and full of hope. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's so <laughs> me. <laughs> and you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of. Um, people talking about how it's going to be tough, even for people who are typically more social. Once yeah. the pandemic is over, it's going to be tough for to get back into the routine, get back into the routine. Yeah. So it's going to be twice as tough for people that aren't normally social right. to get, you know, yeah. push themselves to get out of the house. Yeah. You know, so. I'm social once I'm out. It's just like getting me out of the house. is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even social once I'm, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. So. You know. <laughs> sorry. About that's that. okay. You know. So sorry, not sorry. No, it's um, all right. So anyway, uh yeah, so she has to put on this fancy dress and go to this uh high tea where women in Floyd dresses and some Jesus in hats. <laughs> hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
hats milled about and gathered under arbors of pink roses or spilled out onto a terrace, you know, where a harpist plucked strings and sang in a quavery voice. I just love how she like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Um, You got it, Ruby. uh, Yeah. Ruby totally is with us on this, but I just love how she describes this whole thing from kind of Eve's point of view. Love it. You know, um, it's like if you were ever on the fence of going to something like this, you're not going to go now. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. They're like, exactly. that, that sounds terrible. That sounds awful. <laughs> I want nothing to yeah. do with it. But of course, Eve's all business. Like, okay, now Peabody track down Mira and we're going to go, you know, and she's, she's all trying to be, you know, she's at tea in her fancy dress yeah. and she's exactly. Like, Yay. You know, they couldn't be more opposite. It's just so funny. Poor so, it's so funny that it's just so yeah. they, they couldn't be more opposite, but Eve, for some reason, mm-hmm. opposites attract because yeah. Peabody yeah. and Mavis too, in her own way. Yeah. Although yeah. Mavis wouldn't be all in the frilly dress, you know. But, no, she'd be in something crazy. Yeah, but it's still yeah. an opposite thing. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. It, it's just so funny. Yeah. Um, so then Angelo comes in and they're, they've – decided that they're going to kind of subtly question Skinner's wife who is at this tea. It's the only reason Eve's there. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. Otherwise yeah, Skinner's like, wife's oh, going to be there. She would yeah, not no, be there. Otherwise. I'll skip that. You know, there's got to be a game on at a bar somewhere. Right. You know? <laughs> That's what, That's what really I do what when do. I go to conferences. Yeah. See? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So they question Skinner's wife. And um, I don't think they really got much out of her. No. So, and, but Eve kind of subtly lets it slip that Zeta Vinter is dead. And that really upsets Skinner's wife. And, you know, then Darcia and Mira have to take her back to her room because she's so upset, blah, blah. And Eve's like, huh? huh? <laughs> it's exactly how I planned it. He's like, cool. Right. My yeah. work here is done. Cool. Exactly. This ex- exactly. This is exactly what it's like. You know, my work here is done. Someone is upset. Act- I absolutely did my job. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so then Eve got. She's, and this is the thing too. The book is so short that she's doing a lot of running around. She's like here and yeah. there and here and there and yep. here mm-hmm. and there because at, right after this, she goes back to um, the suite where Rourke has still been, you know, investigating this whole thing, especially the operation that involved his father. Right. And then Rourke has to tell Eve that Skinner, from what he saw, Skinner managed to track Patrick Rourke to Dallas, Texas, before he lost him, only a couple of days before Eve was found. Yeah. Which again, Which- I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, has anyone ever you know, been to Dallas, Texas? Because it's not small. <laughs> no. It's kind <laughs> of a huge area. I'm, I've am i never been there, but I've heard. I mean, I was and, there last when I was three, so that doesn't really count. But Yeah. But I'm yeah, just saying, I've, it just seems like a rather big leap to make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but don't all those criminal types know each other? 
Apparently, apparently, according to the according to the, these books, I mean, they, she never says that they were. She never says that they crossed paths. Well, she does a couple books later, though. They confirm the connection and divide it. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so yeah, yes, yeah, so I, I mean, all criminal types so it's all, do know each other, just like yeah, all so people know each other. It's just how it works. Yeah, it's yeah. how it works. It, yeah. yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I, like I said, it's kind of a big leap for work to make. So, but yeah, I guess if you want to do that, go right ahead. It's fiction. So. I guess if you want to do right. that. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, fine. She did. In death reasons. She did do it. And it's fine. Yeah. In death reasons. In, In death reasons. reasons. So then Eve goes to the conference room where Skinner is just about to end his seminar. And of course she's the annoying person that gets up. I have a couple of questions. <laughs> I hate those people. I do too. <laughs> Fuck you, Dallas. No, you know what? Eve oh. hates those people. And then she exactly. Exactly. Well, but she's got a reason to do it this time. That's true. And this it does true. seem as though, I mean, based on you know how Nora describes it. You know, the, the couple of cops are like, "Yeah, it's, you know, more people need to interrupt these right, conferences right. more often." You know, sure, make it a little bit more exciting. But yeah, so she's she's all Eve's all like, you know, I have a couple of questions to Skinner, and you know, gets his back up, and then uh, after as everyone's leaving, she goes up to him and she tries to talk to him, but she's stopped by Bryce and Hayes and they have some terse words back and forth. Then Eve goes to, again, she's like here and there and here and there. She's like a pinball. She really is. Yeah. Um, she bounces over to Skinner's hotel room to talk to his wife. She finds that Mira and Angelo are there comforting Mrs. Skinner. Yes. And, um, so this is when they find out that, you know, Mrs. Skinner tells them that, that Skinner has been ill for some time, that he has some sort of disease and it's, you know, rotting his brain or whatever. And that finding out that Zeta is also dead will destroy him. Right. Um, then when Mrs. Skinner makes some kind of comment about fathers and sons, it clicks in Eve's mind that Hayes is Skinner's son. Right. And Mrs. Skinner confirms this. Yes. So even Angelo go to pick up Hayes. And when he sees them, he's kind of like, they've got their, uh, I guess they got their. They got their cop looks on. <laughs> resting cop face on. I don't right. <laughs> <laughs> they both have their resting cop face on. And, uh, <laughs> cop face face I love that. It's easy to right. I love yeah. that. Yeah, he has that resting cop face all the time. Yes. Um, so he sees them, and for some reason, he he kind of knows what's what's about to happen, and he bolts. Yes. And they chase after him for a while, but then they think like, oh, it's a satellite, so they're not yeah, he's they're, not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. So, like, and how's he going to get yeah. off? Jump off the edge? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, after this is kind of end of day anyway. So um this is the first time he tells people like I'm gonna stop working end of day today. Right, yeah, exactly. You know. Shift's over. Yeah. yeah, I'm over it. I'm done. Yeah. Suddenly now it's not her case. Like, well, you know, I mean 
let yeah. somebody else handle it. But um, so so she tells Peabody that because all this is happening, obviously she can't do a seminar. <laughs> she's like, fuck so, you. <laughs> Yeah, right. so she's clearly so she's yeah. so ridiculous <laughs> oh, Eve. so yeah so clearly peabody's got to take over for her and peabody's like what so and Rourke is, Rourke yeah. really calls her out on her bullshit like really <laughs> <laughs> how convenient right yeah yep yeah you know um it's, <laughs> anyway, so she goes back to the room, uh, and she and Rourke go to bed, and then Rourke has a dream about his father and seeing his father in the in the alleyway, and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's not a you know horrific dream or whatever, no. but you know, I mean, it is. You know, he is kind of uh, a little bit upset by it. Yeah, a little shaken up. Well, not only is it like an upsetting dream slash nightmare, he doesn't have those. Right. Right. Is that something right. he can tell? As, as he, you know, because he was a as dick he earlier. mentioned to his wife earlier, yeah. being a dick. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so this is when, you know, they get up and he looks tired. <laughs> and what? He never looks tired. He never looks tired. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you look tired. She said to him and he says, do I, I suppose I could have slept better. So they have a little, you know, discussion about it. He's asking, he's thinking to himself, like who, who could have killed his father? And she asks him, does it matter who? And he says, not very much. No, but it makes me wonder. And you know, this is when he says to her, we've made each other in the end. Haven't we darling Eve, two lost souls, into one steady unit. Aww. And she's like, I guess we have. It's good. Yeah, there's some really great lines. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. And for such a short book, it's got, you know, everything you want. Right. In a good book, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's got all the action. It's got, you know, the intrigue. It's got this whole, all of this personal stuff happening between the two of them. It's got the thing. It's, they do yeah. the thing. The thing happens. Anyway, so she goes to uh, find Darcia so they, they can continue the manhunt. And Rourke says, Hayes is, you know, basically Skinner's son. Do you think he'd help you? And she decided, well, you know, I mean, why, why the heck not? You know, she and uh, Angelo go to see Skinner. He's, you know, I mean, he's sad old man. Yeah. You know. He's declined quite a bit in like 12 hours. Yeah. Right. Right. And he's thinking like, ha has he, is he the one that's really responsible for the deaths of Zeta and uh, right. Reggie? You know, he says, you know, have I killed them? And his wife's telling him, no, no, you know, you haven't. Yeah. Rourke's with him at this point. Yeah. Right? Rourke is with yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to say that because. Because um, it's an in-depth book. Right. Yeah. But uh, he did say that for, for Hayes, he, he said, I confided in him. I shared my thoughts, my beliefs, my anger. I wanted him to carry on my mission, but not in this way. He said, your father killed for sport, for money, for the hell of it. He didn't even know the names of the people he murdered. I look at you and I see him. You grew out of him. And Rourke says, 
I did, and everything I've done since then has been in spite of him. You can't hate him as much as I can. No matter how hard you try, you'll never reach my measure of it. And he says, but I I can't live on that hate, and I'm damned if I'll die on it. It's a good lesson to take away from this, you know. Absolutely. So, you know, um, obviously he's, Skinner's not looking great and Eve is telling him he needs medical attention and he says he doesn't want any hospitals or health centers. Like like a uh, grumpy old man. Like a grumpy old man or like Eve. <laughs> or like Eve, yeah. <laughs> so his wife comes in and tells them all they have to go because he can't take any more of this. So uh, Eve said his body's wearing down. Maybe it's better all around if he goes before we take Hayes. Well, yeah, great thought. Like maybe, yeah. maybe he should, he should die now. Yeah. Do we die. wait for him to die before we go after his son? I don't know. You know, um, <laughs> just wait for him to die. It's fine because again, you know. he's not getting off his satellite. We'll catch him eventually. Right. Exactly. Well, but they because you know he's Hayes is stupid and comes back to Skinner's uh, room while they're there, they're leaving the room and here comes Hayes like, do, 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 do. Oh, Oh, oh. It, yeah. Oh no, I don't want to be here after all. Yeah. You know, uh, I so have they, something to do. <laughs> so, ridiculous. so they take him down and Angelo's all like, you know, are you trying to take my caller Dallas? And he, she's like, it's all yours. That's it. Take it. So, take it. I am not trying to take your collar. I don't even live here. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even try to take the collar where I live sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're, that's so true. Um, <laughs> which pisses people off. Mm-hmm. Why did she give away the collar? What the hell? Yeah. That bitch. Um, <laughs> So, and as the bad guys do, Hayes starts talking and says that the ultimate plan was um, to put Rourke in a cage and put Eve in a coffin. And then he says, so dramatic. why aren't you giving, yeah. Um, <laughs> then, he, then he says, why aren't you giving your seminar, Lieutenant? Why the hell aren't you where you're scheduled to be? And did he twirl his mustache when he said that? It, it doesn't say that, but it's not that he didn't I mean, throw a mustache to twirl here. But we're for you meddling kids. But this is a big moment because he she didn't notice whether he twirled his mustache or not because she was too worried about Peabody about who Peabody. was in her place. So dun, she dun, says, dun. Oh God, Peabody. And so they both take off running, her and Rourke, to find Peabody. And get there just in the, in the nick of time and grab Peabody just they as a bomb her. goes off. And tackler, yeah. And, uh, you know. They all land in a heap. And there's a lot of water yeah. damage from the sprinklers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All over this hotel. But, you and know. And Peabody is concussed. Rourke's poor hotel. Yeah. Peabody is. And Mira finally comes in as they're all being treated uh, for injuries and tells them that uh, Skinner self-terminated. Right. As was his plan all along. Um, oh, by the way, he's dead now. He's dead now. So <laughs> The antagonist of this um, particular event. <laughs> right. <laughs> we can end this so, book. <laughs> we can end this book now because... One bad guy's dead and the other one's been caught. 
It's going to spend his life in a cage. So, ta-da! Yeah. Yay! And Eve does not so, have yeah. to deal with this anymore, and she is pleased. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't think exactly. he's going to get her to go to Olympus anytime soon after this. No. I don't so, think they've been back, have they? And not to my knowledge. No. No. Yeah. So. They have not last time. He, she's like the last time we were there, there were explosions and murderers, and I'm oh, just she like, loves that. They too. might have <laughs> one other one other vacations they may have gone, but it's never it's never shown in the books right. again. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just it's just such a great book, and I don't know why I gave it a three stars originally, but <laughs> maybe there wasn't enough sex. They didn't do the thing. They didn't enough. do the thing enough. I'm like three stars. I need I need at least two sex scenes to give you four stars. Yeah, exactly. Nora. Screw they that. They gotta do they gotta do the thing twice. <laughs> I don't care if the book is short for the four stars. Short. I want give me yeah. two. Just telling us his eye color isn't enough. No. <laughs> yeah. Not even close. So anyway, so yeah, I mean uh, it's like I said, it's got everything you want in a it book. It really does in a book yeah. you know i mean it's great it's just it's so great so mm-hmm. many great scenes so many great little you know yeah quotes and little scenes and you know absolutely it, it, just a great book absolutely so we get and we get to spend some good time with like some secondary characters like mira and feeny and morris in a realistic kind of way because like sometimes you know how um, I'm not sure if you've noticed the fandom likes to be like, well, where was Louise in that book? You know, I mean, you know, we have to bring up everyone in every book. Well, yeah. where was she in this book? <laughs> she was still on planet Earth <laughs> because she's not a cop. She's not a cop and she doesn't belong well, at a cop seminar. Where were Leonardo and Mavis? <laughs> Same answer. Why Not wasn't Mavis there uh, providing entertainment? My question, though, was where's McNabb? <gasps> yeah, where is McNabb? Right. McNabb wasn't, was he? He wasn't he's mentioned not, in this book. He's not even, he's not even mentioned. Not mentioned. He's not even mentioned. Not mentioned at all? Mm. Not mentioned at all. She's like, I can't fucking mention everybody. Right? Well, I know, but this <laughs> this falls right after betrayal, which is the big blow up. Yeah. You'd think Peabody would be bitching and moaning about it. Yeah. So that's what it is. People was like, he better fucking not go with us. Maybe. <laughs> and Eve's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, head, you're Cannon. not going. <laughs> yeah. Well, New remember, Cannon. remember the last time everybody traveled <laughs> off planet was with McNabb before they got together. That is very true. Yeah. 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 So that's my new head candidate. <laughs> Peabody, Kibosh, McNabb. Like, nope. Yeah. He's not yeah. going. He's not going. He's if not he's going. going, I'm not going. Yeah. And he, and he was like, uh, no, you're I going. need you to do my seminar. <laughs> yeah. She's like, just in case. The whole the whole time Eve has actually yeah. planned for Peabody to do her seminar, she's just yeah. waiting for the right yeah. moment. Yeah. Nah, she's like, something might kick off. So I need uh <laughs> Uh, yeah. there just in case yeah 100%. you never know yeah 100%. i might need to investigate a murder or get blown up or something right exactly because it happens to me so often i mean it does it does that's true Those just in case absolute i blow facts. up yeah absolute facts <laughs> 
Because that's how Eve searched her day. Right. day. She's like, what am I going to do in case this happens? This happens. Someone tries to murder me. <laughs> I get blown up. So um, we decided uh, a couple of podcasts ago that we were going to then give out commendations at the end of yeah. yes. our episode. We did. So um, who wants to start? Who gets a commendation this uh, this book? I, I gotta go. With, I gotta go with Darcia. Rhymes with Sangria because <laughs> she's fucking hot and she's amazing, and we love her. And I can't wait to see her again in a few books. Yeah, she is definitely an MVP. Yeah, in this. Sarah, do you have anybody that gets a commendation? Let's see. Um, I'm gonna give one to Feeny, who is just. <laughs> And I'm also going to give one to Ruby because she's very smart. <laughs> I'm going to give one to Feeny because he's so unabashedly who he is. He, yeah, yeah. I just, I, I don't know. I, I just, I love whenever we get to spend time with him. And your first real interaction with him in this book is him being like, "Yeah, Eve, what, what am I doing? Like, I'm, I'm going to work." Like he doesn't even think about the fact that right. he's not on his own planet. <laughs> And I just, yep. I just adore him, <laughs> and he's he's just unapologetically himself always. Yeah, yeah. Which I don't actually think that I can say that about anyone else in the series. Like even Eve has moments no. where she's like, "Oh, I feel like I have to do something else, be something else." And Feeny is not like that. No, never. Yeah. Well, um, I'm gonna give uh my commendation to somebody i don't even know the name of at hayes's uh talk and she tries to talk to him yeah the cop that comes up to them and is like as hayes says something about uh great men often need protection from whores and some cop moved in and said you're gonna want to watch the name calling man yeah and eve says thanks i've got it but then he says, I don't like play cops calling a badge a whore. And he stepped back, but he hovered. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Huge <laughs> fan. So. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that guy gets a commendation for Good me. job, nameless random cop on yeah. this. That's right. Podcast uh, business. Yeah. Yeah some uh comments about the last episode with um with judy yes which did you listen to that yes it was a good episode yeah it it really was and you know um i don't know if you saw but in the show notes i kind of linked to a couple more of those like stories from you know the old west of women women cops no i need to so there's actually a couple of them you know so it's really interesting um but we got a uh, email from Jeannie sutton and she said love the episode just some random thoughts uh because we talked about the cult again you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. um cult was she says the cult was faithful to its leader not to christianity um that she said, Jen is correct. A hot dog is not a sandwich. It's its own category. Um, and she said, that damn auto chef, now that we know things can be transferred, I've decided that Somerset or Rourke transfers coffee, food, and drinks into Eve's office, 
Autochef. It's my belief that it's just mag- magic and I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. So, okay. But you know, I love yeah. that. It's magic. So, but that's right. So if it, if you can transfer, does the transfer only happen inside of the same building? It's magic. AJ. I want to know. It's magic. Just accept that and move on. That's not you an can't acceptable know. answer to me ever. You cannot know. Yeah. You're fucked. You can't know. <laughs> um, so, and then Sarah Frankel said, I enjoyed this episode a lot. It was really fun and informative to learn about the research that goes into historicals. I always assumed that good writers do research, but I have read a number of them where the authors did not do any homework and it really pulls you out of the story if you suspect that there are anachronisms. And Yvonne says, just listen to the podcast. I'm an avid fan of history. Excelled at the subject in school, college. Thanks for the links to female characters, which enabled me to sign sign up for the Legends of America newsletter. Oh, nice. Uh, there were, yeah, there was a specific page that I, all I got all those stories from the legends of America. And um, there were sure some fascinating women in the early days of the American West, whose stories I can now learn. Awesome. Yeah. And there's, there, you know, I mean, there's stories of Western towns that are only towns now because women moved in there. And I, the one story that I read where, you know, I mean, the main, thing that was there in the beginning was a brothel right yeah yeah there are a lot of towns like that you know and the the owners of the brothels were most often women and they kind of ruled Mm -hmm. the roost i mean uh in those western towns yeah so i watched gun smoke i know (laughs) yeah do we have any uh instagram or twitter that you want to share? Um, nothing on last week's for Twitter. We've got a few on this week's. <laughs> Dana Garcia said that is a good one. Haven't read that in a while. I know what I will be listening to while prepping and cooking dinner tonight. Jambalaya in death. <laughs> Jambalaya. Jambalaya. Uh, SM Frank says, I like this one and plots in it do pop up in a number of later books which is very true. Right. Additionally, we have a character who butts heads with Eve and is just as tough in her own way, but definitely has a different approach. I love the contrast of these two characters a lot, which, yeah, that's, we've talked about that quite a bit. I think we all love that. Yeah. Um, and then Dana also says, she said this earlier tonight, she said, let me tell you what I once told Mira, not in a consult, not in a session. You saved me, Eve. He watched her blink in absolute shock. What are you? And what I feel for you, what you are, what I feel for you, what we are together saved me. Brooke, we saved each other. So she's quoting one of the lines from the books. Yeah. She said, one of my faves among among the novellas, which yes, absolutely agreed. Michelle K uh, on Instagram said, um, I've read all the novellas, but I love inter- interlude in death. Such a great adventure. Loves Eve love Eve's reaction to space travel. It's fun to see the gang together and work in a case. Uh, love their road trips. 
she says hot rocks big jack is also a favorite and i said that you know remember when is also a great book and that mm-hmm. um when we get to that we're gonna we're yeah. gonna do a collaboration episode with um the podcast the romancing pod- the shelf romancing the shelf yeah. yeah because they review nora books and we yeah. review jd rob books so it seems yep. like it'd be great you know perfect opportunity book to yeah perfect opportunity yeah. like you know share a podcast together yeah um and uh we have a new follower leafling bags and she says um she read this book, but honestly can't remember what was in it. Time to listen to the audiobook again. And I said, yeah, <laughs> always, it's always time to listen to the audiobooks of again. Course. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know? Really um, agreed. But Leafling Bags also sent us a, uh, a DM. And uh, she says, I just wanted to say that I love the podcast. Found it a few days ago and have been binging ever since. I've been cherry picking the episodes, but basically she's saying that they're great, especially the one with Susan Erickson. It was just so cool and special. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And she said, um, one with Nora would be amazing too. Even (laughs) if it's unlikely to happen, you know, you ladies are fantastic. So she might be into it. Hey, we hope so. (laughs) We hope we would love that. Yeah. Someday, someday. We're going to get big enough. Yeah. Somebody listening to this <laughs> has Nora's ear and. Yep. Laura. Cough, so, cough. I know you're out from, there. From our mouths to the queen's ear. <laughs> exactly. What we're hoping is going to happen. So. Yes. We would love it. Yeah. So um, last trivia question from the last book was what gift did Ariel Bird give to Gwen Huffman? And that was answered by both Yvonne and Jeannie. And uh, Ariel gave Gwen Huffman a bronze sculpture of an angel. So the trivia question for this book is, at the ladies' tea, what did Eve think Peabody looked like in her little tea outfit? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. So, um, So, yeah, I think that's it. Unless it you guys have uh, anything no. else to say? Do not. We have not come up with a topic for next week's episode. Aren't we reviewing the reviews? Or is, that the, or is that the week after? Yeah, every two weeks. So That's right. Yeah, so we're doing another topic next week, and then we review the reviews after that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I knew that. So we'll come up with something, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you knew that. I knew that. I know you know. <laughs> I do. I just can't keep it all straight. Yeah, it's, it's so terrible. Fine. It's fine. It's so terrible. So, um, so yeah, we'll come up with something, and it'll yeah. be great, I'm sure. Um, and then after that, like Jen says, like she knew all along, we yeah. review the reviews. We review the reviews, which are some of them are amazing. I, I can't I wait. Can't for that wait. One, actually, I can't wait now. So. Okay, so I guess that's yeah. it for this episode. Um, oh, wait a minute. I have to say, hang on. How you get a hold of us? Oh, Just yeah, in that's... case you don't know. In case you don't know after 42 episodes. After 42 episodes. Well, you know what? It, it, I feel like every episode, new people find us. That's true. That's a good right? point. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they don't know. Maybe there's somebody out there that's listening to this to us for the first time and, don't, and they don't know. 
Yeah. So nope, I'm um, with you. you can find us on social media. We're on um, Instagram and Twitter at podcast and death, or you can send us uh, an email if you want to talk to us. Um, and that's uh, show at podcastanddeath.com. Go to our website at podcastanddeath.com. <laughs> Uh, or call the number. Call our, the number. Our phone number is uh, 205-476-2753. And that is, uh, that spells out 2054-ROARCH. You can call the number and tell us whatever you want to tell us. And we will be happy. To we will be so excited. We will be so excited. We'll play your message on, on the You guys podcast. have no idea how ridiculously fangirly and excited we get when yeah. people call the number. Yeah. So, I mean, we're the biggest dorks ever. Right. <laughs> yeah. So call that number. And uh, so that really is it for this episode of Podcast and Death. So for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. I'm Jen. This is Tara. And we will see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that was <laughs> Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in Death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast in Death on Twitter and Instagram. But no, we don't have a Facebook page. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-4-ROARK. That's 205, the number 4, ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slaunch it to you. I like